Hey, what's up? This is Shane Villanueva from Royal Soil Clothing out here in the Northern Mariana Islands. Excited to be here today. Let's have a drink and talk. and all the restrictions and all of my liberties <laughs> that are currently uh, being adjusted. You sound like some of my friends. One of the initial with uh, D and S, um, who we mutually know. Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. I know that guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you do. So, uh, yeah, speaking of... Speaking of what you're doing, what are you drinking? Um, right now, I'm actually drinking some Japanese whiskey um, called Tori's. It's, uh, it's a nice uh, blend. It has three different versions to it, so it's uh, something pretty pretty good that I, I uh, picked up in Japan when I was still able to travel the world. Yeah, no shit, right? Damn, I miss that place. Yeah, man. Japan has some of the best food, you know? Well, uh, how's it taste? Is it pretty smooth? Yeah, it's pretty smooth. I'm drinking it straight, and um, I'm just pretty much, um, I don't know, I'm going to drink it straight from the bottle today, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a plan. I'm having a uh, Jack Daniels rye. Have you had it? Uh, I haven't had the rye. I mean, I've had the, the uh, honey and uh, the other versions of Jack Daniels, yep. but normally I don't really remember the remaining of the evening. <laughs> Uh, after a couple of those. Well, this is 90 proof, so we'll see how it goes. It's just it, almost enough to kill coronavirus. Yeah, you add a couple more in there and you're okay, you know? I figure you what, you just drink two, right? You got to drink two at the same time. You got to drink two at the same then time. You got to get it right. it's 180, is that how it works? Okay. Uh, so it's good to connect with you, even though if it's remotely. You know, I had a, speaking of trips, I had a, trip to Manila planned for a, I had a speaking engagement out there. Then I was going to charge my batteries up in Japan. And I mean, those things just got shut down. And of course, it would have been nice to escape to Saipan. But even that's difficult now. So I mean, literally, the lockdown is locked down. I, I don't remember ever a time like this in my life. Well, I mean, if you want a 14 day vacation at a hotel, you know, it's a good time to travel. You can travel. You get your three meals, you know, the only thing is you get, you definitely have to do a lot of meditation because you can only see yourself. And, uh, you know, so, I mean, the people that are getting quarantined right now, actually over here, they, they, uh, they get stuck up in the uh, PIC hotel and, uh, they also get stuck up in, um, you know, in, in, in some other ones as well. Canola, right? Pretty nice. Yeah. Kanoa. And then they're opening up some others as well. Well, I was always wondering about that. If if the government quarantines you, do you, you don't have to pay for that, right? I don't know that you have to pay for that. You know, I don't know if they're going to bill them later on. 
shit. But, uh, I, I, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. hey, fucker, you traveled. You, you, we're, we're not going to pay this shit for you. You knew what was happening when you got here. So, Oh, no. Well, that was the only thing, only reason I didn't go to Japan, because I was talking to friends there, and they're like, yeah, maybe it's not a good time to come. And then some people hear that, that travel there often. He's like, what are they going to do? They, you can't take a taxi or, uh, you know, you can't take a car from Narita to, to Tokyo. You're just going to sign a waiver and say, yes, you'll stay in a hotel. And then you'll hop on the train and you'll disappear. And I said, could it be that easy? And he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. No problem. You should do it. And then, of course, I uh, speaking to Kelly. I go, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just cancel because on the one chance that because it's going to always be us, <clears throat> we're that like one not even the 1%, we're like the 0.001% that gets flagged and we have to stay in some you know, hotel in Japan and get quarantined for 14 days there and then coming back to Guam, get quarantined here for 14 days. That's 30 goddamn days. I said, it's not I worth it. Yeah, man, I know. I know that, I mean, travel right now in the industry as it is, is just going to be pretty crazy. I just really don't <clears throat> know how, you know, I mean, you pretty much shut down the um, the whole industry across the world, right? And I mean, we're talking, you know, billions and billions of dollars. You know, like United is using losing at least sixty or thirty million dollars a day or something like that. I mean, it's just nuts, you know. Well, and that's why plenty of people have been furloughed. I don't know how the situation in Saipan is with jobs. What's what's going on over there? Man, um, you know, I mean, it's. Jobs? What jobs? Essentials? Yeah, I mean, there's no, there's no jobs right now. I mean, it's just, it's really tough for everybody. You know, everybody's waiting on unemployment. Right. Everybody's, you know, which is, you know, people are afraid. You know, they're people are mm -hmm. getting furloughed. I mean, my my wife, she works for the public school system. I mean, they pretty much furloughed all of them. You know. All the hotels have been furloughing everybody. The government is looking at cutting people in half, you know, in regards to staffing. Um, thank the Lord and, and everybody that my, my business has not um, suffered that yet. I mean, being in the industry that I'm in, well, I mean, I'm in multiple industries, but um, being that I'm in the insurance industry as well, it's, you know, insurance is something that's consistent like taxes, Everybody needs it. And I mean, all these people need it, especially now with burglaries and other things that, you know, I mean, if it's Murphy's law, what will go wrong must go wrong and will go wrong. So jobs is a very difficult, delicate and, and hard situation. Yeah. Are you seeing with, uh, you know, you don't have to name your company, but are you seeing a lot of um, business interruption claims coming in or, or or is that not a big thing over there? Business interruption under pandemic is is normally excluded. Oh, no shit. Didn't know that. I learned something today. I shit you not. Yeah. It's normally excluded. I believe that there is a some kind of motion um, or legislation that they're trying to push out uh, in America so that the large conglomerate insurance companies will be able to be forced to basically pay the BI um, but I don't know if that's got anywhere yet. I don't know that we've had too many sessions that have passed that rather than, I think that's on the back burner 
rather than um, it uh, being discussed right now with all the other aid that's going out. So I think that, um, you know, right now it's just basically it's not going to be covered for the most part. We'll just have to wait and see what ends up happening. Well, I mean, that's good and bad, I suppose. I mean, I, it could literally bankrupt insurance companies if uh, it does it does count under pandemic because everybody's shut down right now and everybody's going to be claiming. But um, speaking of speaking of businesses, how's uh, Royal Soil? How's Peter doing? How's uh, Pete doing? Royal Soil is is good. I mean, this year was a really it was going to be a really big year. Uh, I was going to head out to the Chamorro Cultural Festival up in San Diego that's been going on for like about 10 or 15 years. Uh, we were supposed to go out there with crowns and we bought our tickets, bought our merchandise. We got all our stuff ready to go. And then, boom, you know, the world had different plans for us, you know, but that was pretty much supposed to kick off my year. Then I was supposed to jump into, um, April was going to be flame tree festival. And then we were just going to kind of coast into the rest of this year with, uh, we were working on a large mural here, um, also that we have a project that's going to be going on that we can hopefully do at the Ada gym over here. Um, Pete's doing well. I mean, Pete's works for PSS. So, I mean, it's a difficult time for him, but you know, it's always, uh, he has his artistic ability to kind of fall back on. So it's always good to have a skill that other people don't, right. Especially. So, you know, we're just looking at it, at just trying our best and, um, you know, I, if you could see my living room, I've made a makeshift couch of uh, or a makeshift table of DHL boxes. <laughs> Are you shipping out? Because I have a bunch of merchandise that I have a bunch of merchandise here that I, you know, I, I have to sit yeah. around and utilize. And, um, you know, I, I, yeah, that's pretty much where I'm at with that, you know, and we're doing okay, man. I mean, we're still producing for other people. It's just really right now. The biggest issue that we are finding in this type of business is the other business, other companies are shutting down. Uh, shipping lanes are screwed. So you're looking at, you know, DHL where you're paying the same price, but you're supposed to get it in three days. Now you're getting it in two weeks or one of my shipments took a month or, or two months. So, you know, we're just uh, we're just making do, man. I mean, you know, what right. can we do? <laughs> well, I know like whenever the door knocks and it's, it's, uh, you know, UPS or postal service. It's like Santa Claus showed up. You know, you're like, oh, finally it's here. My shoes here, my shirt here. What? Dog, dog yeah, exactly. finally arrived, whatever, you know. Um, so it's been kind of weird. It's definitely a new normal. You're, is your son still uh, out there with you or is he back in the States already? Um, he's out. He's out here. He's so the whole school, I mean, PSS, I mean, the kids, man. They got lucky. They shut down all the schools over here and they gave them all passing grades and promotions, you know? <laughs> what a time to be alive. You know, that's what that's what I would have done here in Guam. They should take some notes. I mean, it's a I'm a homeschool teacher now on top of everything. <laughs> and I gotta tell you, uh, God bless the teachers, but they love because they don't have to actually teach it, they have been assigning a shitload of work like pages and pages of exercises. Yeah. Right. And of course that's beautiful for them because they just need to press send. They don't have to actually like oversee how it gets done and stuff It's like, okay, we sent it now turn it in by such and such date. So now like on top of everything I'm doing, 
I'm now a school teacher for a six-year-old, a 10-year-old, and a, and a you know, counselor for a 13-year-old, which is, um, <clears throat> which is tough, man. It's, no wonder I've been drinking more. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, 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 honestly, I mean, I thought I could drink before. And I don't know about you. Maybe you don't want to say this on audio, but I I feel like I've I've I'm back in the days of owning a bar again. I have been drinking every single night, sitting in a chair, watching watching the screen. Yeah, I mean, I feel like you know you know cause. I mean, you know well that sin sells in depression. I mean, in a depression or. A, downgrade of our economical status or an up, uptick and i mean alcohol and sex that's what it's 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 selling right now and i mean there's going to be a lot of covid-19 babies in 9 months and uh and uh you know with with like yourself i mean with having to deal with the kids all day of course you're going to want to have to have a drink at the end of the day and i'm sure that you also have a larger appreciation of your teachers <laughs> that teach your kids. I'm not saying that your kids are naughty, but I'm just saying in general, people are like, man, I don't got to deal with this. Normally I'm at work and I'm dealing with adult children, you know, that, that are, that work with them. Um, and uh, so, uh, you know, um, it's, uh, it's, it, it is true. I do find myself drinking a little bit more. Me and the wife are drinking a little bit more and uh, you know, we're, but you know everything in moderation is kind of is kind of nice i mean i like that i can sit outside my house and at 7 p.m. and you know i don't hear cars on the road um i can hear all the crickets and i'm my mind is just not as busy as it normally is not as, uh, I feel like I realized how cluttered my mind was, um, you know, and how uh, much I took for granted just sitting outside my house and listening to the waves crash in the distant yonder. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's been like a worldwide timeout. It's been like a worldwide timeout. We're all in a corner right now. Yeah, I, I, you know, I mean, I firmly believe that. I think that it's that it's definitely something that maybe we all need it so that we can realize and sit back and, and kind of, um, you know, uh, think about our direction. And I'm not saying I'm a change man because I still like all my vices and, and, and doing the things that I do. But, um, you know, it's definitely, I, I painted my house and it took me three years to do that. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny you know what i mean yeah. it took me three years to freaking do it. i mean i could have paid for somebody to do it whatever but i mean i bought the paint i went out there i water blasted it was so fulfilling to finally get that done um because being in between royal soil the insurance business uh being on boards of different things and you know being a part of the community being a being a very busy community person i really was lacking on my home stuff, uh, lacking on my relationship stuff, lacking on my family stuff, because I really put it that it was um, going to be important that 
I needed to go and be the breadwinner and make the money to bring these guys in, you know, or bring it in. But now kind of realize a little bit of stuff that changed, you know, that, that, uh, um, you know, that I, that I got to find some good out of this and I'm not trying to be all, um, I'm only one drink in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, how did you just start or have you been drinking? Yeah. So it's just, you know, like I said, it's, it's not an easy time thing for anybody. Schools, everything is closing down. So you have to sit back and just realize what, what good is going to come out of this and what good is coming out of it. So, and, uh, you know, it's, it's, I'm, I, I'm not a pessimist and I, and I don't see the glass, glass half, half full. I just enjoy the glass no matter what, what, uh, how full it is or how full it isn't. Right. I guess if you're in the desert, you're not looking at the cup half full or half empty. You're just glad that there's something in there still. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So for people person like you, like you and I are kind of made similar in that although we like our uh, privacy and we like our sanctity of peace and family, you know, our job does require us to go out there and, and shake hands. And, no, no more shaking hands. Yeah. No more shaking hands, cause. <laughs> like when the gates reopen, how do you think you're going to handle your business? Are you going to handle it the same way, business as usual, or are you going to reprioritize things a, a little differently? I mean, right now, I mean, it's just going to be, I think it's going to be across the board, a lot of changes. And, um, you know, for somebody like yourself and like myself, I believe that socializing is different now. You have to pick and choose who you socialize with. That's why I've I've cut all ties with my hookers. Right? Well, yeah. Well, no, That's a good kidding. way to do I, it. I'm, I'm still, I'm still <laughs> friends with them. I just don't shake their hands. <laughs> No kisses on the cheek. Oh, it's just joking. Just joking. But yeah, I think so. I think you're right. It's reprioritizing. You know, I've had some neat things happen with this coronavirus uh, pause. You know, I, although I have a lot of kids, I got five, as you know, I finally, I finally got to be part of and be the reason why the child can ride a bicycle. Like I worked on yeah. it, you know, whereas with the other four, I always missed it. It's like, oh, he finally got it. You know, but I was at work or I was in a meeting. Uh, this time around, you know, I'm like, let's go ride your bike and take off the training wheels and let's go practice because uh, I have the time. And I finally, after all these years, finally got to witness at least one of my kids being able to get on a two-wheeler and not fall off and, and you know, and that was a beautiful, beautiful thing for me, at least. That's what I'm taking away from this period. Like all these little moments of nice, nice periods of like reminders of how the simple things really work really nicely. Yeah. I, I mean, I, you know, I, I, that's a great thing. It's a great thing that you're able to do that because like you said, you know, normally in our lives, we normally have, we attend to a lot of others rather than attending to who we, um, who we need to. And it's just, you know, it's a part of our lives. It's a part of us wanting to be breadwinners and connect socially and be the butterflies that we are and interconnect different people in our lives. And like, I, you know, I met you through Amir. And he's back there know. now, right? 
Uh, yeah, I went and I dropped him off some stuff because he's in quarantine. No, right shit. Yeah. You know, yeah. so. Uh, Whoops. <laughs> you know, let's uh, let's stop and take a quick drink uh, and a cheers for um, him. I know that he just, his uh, father just passed away and he's a great man. And uh, Abed, Abed Latif uh, Yunus was one of the largest, um, you know, he was, if not single-handedly, brought a lot of journalism and a lot of things to Saipan that would have never, you know, he's a for, father uh, for the um, for the CNMI um, and was with the largest names like, you know, Joe Ten and the rest of them at that time, uh, pushing the economy where it is now. And uh, so cheers to, uh, to him and, and the memory of him. To Mr. White, cheers. Yep. So, um, so yeah, he's in quarantine right now. I dropped him off a log of Copenhagen, and uh, we just made some fa fashion masks. So I dropped that off to him too, and he was very appreciative. And I'm sure that he's going to learn a lot of stuff being in there because I've had a couple friends that were in quarantine here, and you know, big ups to the CNMI government, man, and the governor and all his people out here, and I'm. Absolutely. You know, it's such a difficult time to make some decisions for everybody. It's just crazy, uh, you know, and heavy is the head that wears the crown cause right now with us over here because it doesn't matter. Yep. You know, and being in a small community, you know, family ties and all these other things always come to light. But, uh, you know, making some really tough decisions mm -hmm. right now for the people and really putting the people forward is really what what it's been so i've heard a lot of people that were in quarantine and they've been doing pretty well and so um you know i'm not i'm not too you know too afraid for a mirror in quarantine <laughs> well that guy that guy's pretty tough you know he's uh he's got a, like a built-in built-in uh immune system immune system and he knows what he's supposed to do i told him uh, one time to take uh, five shots of jack in a row to cure his flu he told me to fuck off, but of course this was during Super Bowl, <laughs> and I said, "Come on!" I said, "I'll take it with you, and if you don't feel better tomorrow morning, I will pay you a hundred dollars." But you have to be honest. And so he takes it with me, and and uh, he feels terrible. And and then the, but the next morning he calls me. He goes. He goes, guess what? I go, what? You you want your hundred bucks? He goes, no, the damn thing worked. Can you believe it? <laughs> I say, yeah. Yeah, man. What a what what a hard headed smart guy. But uh, uh, that's that's great advice, though. I mean, anybody yeah. that told me to take five shots to get rid of my sick, I'm a firm believer. If you're drunk and your germs are drunk, they can't procreate. Right, they're not working right, you know. I mean, so they say sanitize your insides. Exactly. Yeah, other parts, other parts, of your body's not working right. Um, one of the other things I've been doing, other than binge drinking, is uh, ca catching up on some episodes that I haven't been able to do on Netflix. What's on your Netflix uh, binge watching at the moment with uh, you and your family? Um, well, my wife has been the one that's mostly been on the Netflix account and she's, she's been pretty much watching a lot of crime, um, ones and, you know, she's, 
I'm not too much into the Netflix. Actually, I've actually been enjoying being outside and and um, you know, yeah, smoking your cigars. Yeah, exactly, just enjoying a nice whiskey and a nice cigar and watching the sunset. I don't watch a lot of TV either, but if you do get, if you do want to cuddle next to her and watch a series, watch the Ozarks. Yeah, Give I've been a hearing a lot about. I've, I've been hearing a lot about Ozark. Um, One moment. You'll need and, to unlock your iPhone first. Oh, thank I'm you, sorry. Siri. Siri. Siri was talking to me. Yeah, Siri, Siri wanted Siri to join the podcast. Something. Yeah. Shut the hell up, Siri. Yeah, the Ozarks. Give it a try. Yeah, I've heard about Ozark. So what? What? What is? Uh, what is the? What is the plot? Or what is the? Uh, what is it about? Uh, it's about a family who gets embroiled into a lot of drama because they you know he's their uh, money he, the marty who's the main character he's a money launderer oh okay. and he slowly like br brings in his family into it his kids get into it uh, it's kind of like breaking bad but with the family got it and without the meth <laughs> yeah yeah that's but it gets you know it's only three seasons so you can catch up on that and then there's the other one i like um is the F1 Formula Racing series? Um, that's pretty cool, and that's those are short series, but they're they're kind of cool. They're they're cool to watch. Remember, uh, I, I yeah, I think you we were talking about uh, the possibilities of F1 coming to Saipan and Guam, and and what it would bring to our economy, and what it would bring to uh, Saipan, and how it would be you know, um, how it would all work. Yeah, motor racing, I think, you know, like we, we clear out the roads going all the way up uh, to the south side. Uh, challenging roads are in pretty good condition. Um, maybe, you know, maybe not F1 ready, but maybe an F2 or even a modified stock, stock car um, race would be kind of cool. And, uh, you know, motor racing is going to be big. It's, it's still one of the largest sporting events in the world it's kind of it's expensive to put it together but not really for the race organizers for the for the people that are racing you know um because they have to bring in a pit, pit yeah crew, I mean, it's... but yeah speaking of events you know everything's been canceled in saipan um including conquer our event we're not sure if we're going to reschedule it for 2020 um but we're going to try Guam's on schedule till maybe till uh, August or September. We'll see. But I think people are antsy, you know, they, they want to go out and do something. Uh, maybe they understand the dangers of it, but um, I think when the gates open, there's going to be a, a lot of activity uh, with, with, you know, more hygienic, I think, behavior. But I think that's going to be uh, something to watch. How about how adaptive people have become uh, that are stars or even the local economy or even look, you know, my, my um, father-in-law is in Italy, you know, and bless him. He's in the front mm -hmm. line there. And, um, and uh, you know, just how people are just engaging through social distancing, you're talking to your neighbors, you're, you know, not necessarily, you know, or somebody's playing piano or somebody's playing an instrument and, entertaining the community djs are going live and using social media platforms to 
do stuff. I mean, you created a podcast and so it's, you know, it's, it's giving people the opportunity to do things also. And one thing about human society in, in general is that there is always a way because someone always has the will and someone will always turn around and entertainment will always be there. But yeah, I agree that, that a lot of people are going to want to travel and want to do things and want to get out and there are people protesting and not caring about social distancing and and um, and other things like that. But uh, I do believe that, yeah, it's going to go rampant. It's going to, you know, people are going to do it. But I think that people are also going to be, you know, uh, cautious and also hold on to some of the things that they learned in this Earth's timeout um, and taking the time to sit back and also spend more time at home to teach your kids how to ride a bike or learn to play guitar or binge on Netflix or some people who are like, Oh, my life is, this is quarantine. This is just my normal life. Right. Right. <laughs> well, I, one thing I do like about this, this period is um, stores that are open. They have been meticulously cleaner, which is really nice to see, you know, like everybody is like, you know, on their best behavior. And I'm like, okay, when this shit stops, can you just continue please with the gloves and the masks? If you're serving my food, you know, I really don't want you, you know, breathing on my food anyway. So these are good things I think, and I hope it continues, but who knows? People get complacent, you know, people, people easily forget. Memory is, memory is fleeting once things go back to quote unquote normal. Yeah, I agree. I agree that, uh, that as a society, we'll need to change our, our certain ways. And I mean, people are going to see it. Like they say, you know, LA doesn't have smog and the oceans are getting better. And, you know, a lot of things uh, are changing for the better uh, with less travel and, and things like that. So I'm just excited for, with all the negativity that's going on, what else is going to be um, put forward and how uh, different countries are going to be able to uh, work together more so now uh, than they did before. And where they were firing bullets, now they're handing out rice sacks and working together. So there's a lot that comes out of this. And yeah. I guess we needed it. Who knows? You know, you know, um before the world shut down, it sort of temporarily went on hold when uh, Kobe Kobe Bryant died. Like it was kind of gnarly to see, like just like the pandemic, every country kind of took a moment to, you know, pay the guy respect. And then it was like, then the world shut down. And it's like, these things are showing me that if we really wanted to, if we really, really wanted to, we could do something very good collectively, you know, and it's too bad it takes the death of someone famous um, or it takes the death of many thousands and hundreds of thousands of people who we don't know in different countries for us to say, maybe we get along better, you know, maybe we don't always have to have differences that escalate to the point of no return. And uh, you're right. I think maybe this has been sort of um, 
divine intervention saying, okay, um, you guys are all getting a little too fucking cocky. Time out. Go figure it out. <laughs> yeah. And then get back to work when uh, you guys are less cocky. Right. Yeah, I, you know, I agree. And um, 2020, you know, one of the hashtags for 2020. Yeah. Shoot your shot. shot. I like that. That was one of the major hashtags for 2020 was shoot your shot. And a lot of people were going to make, hey, listen, I didn't do this for the last decade. I'm going to do this now for this decade. I'm going to, um, you know, push and and do the things that I didn't want to do. And guess what? The world just said, I heard you. And... Yeah. You know, this is what yeah. you're, yep. <laughs> Rolled up the middle finger and said, guess what? Whether you like it or not, we're going to make it happen. Well, let's, let's move a little, let's, let's move a little fast forward. And um, when things do normalize, what do you got on the, what do you got in the pipeline? What are you planning to do that you can announce or that you've been concocting? I know your brain isn't sitting still, even in a pandemic. Um, you know, we were supposed to do, we were supposed to do, you know, some big events and make some things happen this year and really involve the community. And, but, you know, right now, I mean, we really have to just sit back and reorganize things and reevaluate what it is that we want to do. Um, I think our community here is going to be in devastation for two to three years. So business plans are going to have to be on the fly. And all my plans that were what they were are no longer what it is. It's what is the way is now the way. So, and it's always been. So for for us and for me, I think um, really just going to focus on family and, and, um, you know, try to restart the business. Um, this, I've never really wanted to open a brick and mortar place, but with my wife being furloughed and, uh, you know, she never liked her job. She always complained about it. And so I've always pushed her to do something different. And so now with the rent being the way it is and it being cheap and, Everything. It's a good way to me for open a brick and mortar spot and and to force me to do the things that I've always wanted to do. So if you're asking me what we're going to do in the next year, it's going to be to open a brick and mortar spot. Cool. Well, you remember the you remember the movie Jurassic yeah. Park and um, what's his name tells tells the lady Dora Dor, Dor, whatever her name is Dern. He goes, nature finds a way. You know, um, it's kind of like entrepreneurs, they find a way to survive. We're like, you know, entrepreneurs, I, I, we're, like the, we're like the cockroaches of the business world. You know, we, we, it's hard to kill us. We are the it's, weeds in the grass. We are the weeds in the grass, baby. We, 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 see, we see shit no one else sees and uh, we'll figure it out. So, so that's good. I'm glad that you're staying uh, optimistic for when the gates reopen. 
So, you know, I was doing a little research, not so much because we know each other, but just some little things that might um, get some perspective of, of our conversation. In 2016, during your, uh, uh, or actually in 2018, I think, when you're getting the uh, uh, business award, you had mentioned that you had gotten fired in 2016 out of a job in San Diego or something like that. And and that sort of made you refocus on what you wanted to do, get your butt back to home and do the things you've been doing. Any regrets or do you wish you wish you were somewhere else other than Saipan right now? Or, or, or are you like, this reaffirms everything you've been doing the last couple of years and more? I think it's stronger now than it ever was. Um, I feel like I made the right choice back then. Yeah. Um, uh, in Saipan, our shelves are still filled with toilet paper. We still have cleaning <laughs> yeah. supplies. And uh, we're not having to deal with the craziness that the U.S. has to deal with. I mean, we're lucky that we are an isolated community and we have minimal exposure at this time. And that, you know, things are the way they are now. Um, yeah, I, I got let go from a, a high position and I decided to take a year off. I collected unemployment while building my company. So hmm. it's it was a difficult time for me. And, and like I said, at that time, what the earth is doing to us now, my job did to me. And I was able to grow, <clears throat> you know, and being an entrepreneur, I mean, you have to grow like a seed on a rock, you know, with no soil. You got to make your way. And so I was able to, to grow the company and come back here and, and we, we still try to be exclusive. So we're not really trying to be a household name in one thing, but we definitely try to do as much as we can. And I feel like I've, I've met that purpose and, you know, feel strongly about it. <clears throat> and if you're asking me if I'd ever move back and make change the decision, if I could go back, um, the answer is absolutely not um, that I would still take the course. Um, although it was forced and it was not as, as pretty and I lost a lot, I gained so much more, uh, by going through this, uh, challenge and, um, you know, gaining the opportunity to do what I do now. If I didn't do that cause, I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you right now. This is true. This is true. And it's been a very enjoyable what is it? Forty minutes or so? Yeah, it's been way too long. We, you know, uh, Kelly's like, what? Other than the fact that you like to hear yourself talk, <laughs> what? Why are you starting a podcast? And I said, um, I said I have to because everything's like on Messenger now. Nobody talks anymore. Everything's on WhatsApp. Everything's on iMessage. Everything's on Facebook posts or Twitter. I said, if I don't start speaking to other people. I may lose the ability to have a conversation. So I'm glad you took me up on this. Um, for sure, it's been a very nice uh, uh, time to talk with you over drinks and get your perspective of what's happening in Saipan from a business um, business leader like yourself and a young you know, perspective. You know, I, I, I plan to interview some other people of, of different um, age and background, but the end of the day, it's always nice to get a raw uh, glimpse of what's life's going on over there in Saipan, my my second home. And I know a lot of beautiful people there that I love and uh, care for, and I'm glad that uh, uh, you're doing okay and your family's doing okay. 
Um, and with that, I want to kind of get creep into our segment three, which is the last segment. And this is where I ask you basically 10 questions. And it's this or that you have to choose. You don't have to explain. You just simply choose. And I'm keeping score of everybody that answers these questions to see which which sides win. And then I, I plan to, at the end of the series, determine the type of personality you are based on how you answer these questions. Fair enough? Shoot your shot. All right, shoot my shot. Here we go. NASA or Space Force? Uh, NASA. I don't know what Space Force is. Um, I don't really know what their complete objective is, I guess. All right. SpaceX or Blue Origin? Okay, and since this is the first time I'm asking for my audience, SpaceX is from Elon Musk and uh, Blue Origin is funded by Jeff Bezos of Amazon. Uh, SpaceX. SpaceX, okay. Clint Eastwood or Hugh Jackman? Ooh, Clint Eastwood. This is controversial. Star Wars or Star Trek? Oh, Star Wars. I was never a Star Trek guy. Believe it or not, I know the wife of Gene Roddenberry's son, who's, who now owns the Star Trek Enterprise, uh, the, the whole business. Uh, it'll be interesting to ask her that question. She'll go, I was Star Wars before I got there. <laughs> Amazon or eBay? Ooh. Amazon is just so much more... Um, so much more ease and ebay is kind of like the old school raw stuff so uh although i like the convenience i'm gonna have to go with the old school ebay still around still kicking can't get rid of negotiation me. powers right all right here we go now i'm talking um this is for liquor brown or clear brown originally i put brown or white and i realized that i was just thinking for myself brown all around clear <laughs> Yeah, probably. That would be a good choice. Amex or Visa? Oh, uh, cash. Cash. Okay, ad-libbing. Okay, cash. All right. <laughs> Beer or wine? Beer. Red or white? This is for wine. Uh, I like uh, red wine. And last but not least, Netflix or book? Netflix. All right, that's it, buddy. I just ask one more thing. And since you're a great marketing mind, I need a good slogan for Mint Talks. So give me a slogan. Come up with it. I'll give you a few seconds because that's all you need. And then I want you to say you're listening to Mint Talks and then, and then shoot the uh, slogan out. And do it in your best announcer voice. Okay, give me a second here. Slogan for Mint Talks. Hmm. All right. All right, let's see. Oh, man, I'm drawing a blank. I might, I might need to take another drink here, Paz. <laughs> All right, let's do that. Let's do that. So, Mint Talks. Oh man, I'm trying to blank. I would say, 
Yeah, I don't know. Jesus. <laughs> I think I'm not on the level of where I need to be. Take another right, shot. Let's try this out. Yeah, right? I need to take another shot here. Let's... And that's what this is about, right? That's it. Free your mind. The rest will follow. <laughs> okay, so let's go. Let's see what we can do here. My name is Shane, and you're listening to Mint Talks, where your voice is the only thing that's mint. I don't know. That was horrible. It was horrible. That's minty fresh, bro. <laughs> where it's better than gold, it's mint. <laughs> it's mint. We're minting shit up. All right. Hey, it's been a pleasure. I'll let you get back to your family. Thanks for uh, investing um, 47 minutes of your life with me during COVID-19. I wish you and your family health and safety, but uh, when this thing all blows over, uh, come and visit me out here in Guam or I'll visit you guys up in Saipan and uh, we'll catch up soon, okay? Yeah, thank you for, thank you for having me and, and um, we appreciate um, everything that you're doing and we appreciate what you're gonna start here um, you know, we wish you also, uh, our families, uh, you know, everybody in harm's way, the, the best of health and strength to get through this challenge. And that's where I think it's going to go. So thanks for your time, cause I always appreciate you and uh, your bright ideas and everything that's going on. It's going to be exciting to see where this project goes. Here, here. Cheers. Cheers, brother. Esther.